0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the pilot episode of the Retro Jammers podcast. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Matt, and I probably need to explain the podcast and what we're hoping to do since this is the first recording. Every week, I'm going to be joined by my two good friends, Jared and Tanner, and we are going to be discussing, reviewing, geeking out, just talking about whatever retro game we are currently playing that week. First off, each of us are going to pick two games that we're going to add to a wheel, and that wheel is going to be spun randomly to select one of them that game is, that gets selected will be the feature of the next week's episode we also think it would be awesome if you could participate also we would really love to hear if you have any suggestion for games you'd like to see us play we are even going to add the two most requested games that we get each week to the wheel at the end of each round so hopefully you can get us some suggestions by the time we finish the first round of games which should be episode seven so if you're tuning in definitely give us a shout and let us know what you want to see i'm going to go ahead and bring in jared and tanner now how you guys doing
1: pretty good man how you doing
0: not bad at all you there jared oh yeah awesome (laughs) all right guys so what we're going to do is we're going to kick off with a little uh history of the first game we're playing and that's uh back to nature harvest moon back to nature um
1: actually we're playing on a few different platforms um um what platform are you playing on, Tanner? I'm playing on the uh, Game Boy Advance, Friends of Mineral Town, but I I got it on the Wii U. And then, Jared, what did you get it on?
2: Now, most people will say that the Friends of Mineral Town on the Game Boy Advance is the best. I always preferred the PlayStation, but I'm actually mm-hmm. playing the remake. Uh, it's actually Story of Seasons on the Switch.
0: Right. Dude, I'm playing the original on the uh I'm actually playing it on my Vita right now, but it's the original PlayStation 1 version, and it's uh, pretty interesting.
2: The Mineral Town version on PlayStation was made in, I think, the year 2000 was the date it came out in the U.S. anyway. And I actually remember getting it. So how I got into Harvest Moon was I just by the box art, too. So I saw the art in Walmart in the case there. It had a guy running with a dog. And I thought, man, like, I thought, (laughs) you know, I was just old enough. I was probably 10, 11 years old, maybe a little bit younger. I thought this was going to be some type of RPG that you take your dog on. And just based on that, like, that's that's the beauty of of growing up in that era. There was no, there was, I mean, there might have been some advertising for some, like, mainstream games, but there wasn't a lot. So just seeing that, I was like, man, I got to have this game. So I asked for it for Christmas. I ended up getting, you know, the the N64 version. Well, then my my buddy back at the time, DJ Shorter, you all know him, uh he uh he had got the PS1 version and I was like, "Man, I have to have this." Well, at the time, I you know, I'm 10 11 years old, I didn't have any money. Here's how I got this. And Tanner, you know, we haven't talked about our our history with each other, but me and Carter are just friends, me and Tanner are cousins, so he'll like this story. Uh, my dad was going to go to Beckley. I didn't yeah. have any money and I didn't want to ask him. So I secretly grabbed the phone and I call our grandma, Dee, and I call her up and I'm like, Nanny, can I borrow $30? I was like, I got to have this game. Uh, <laughs> harvest Moon back yeah. to nature. <laughs> nice. and, and Sure enough, I got it. And, dude, it was I, – I think it was better than the 64 version. I mean, you know, we're just mm-hmm. getting into it. But, you know, it's, it's a Natsumi game. But now, you mentioned Harvest Moon on Nintendo
0: 64. Now, was that just called, like, Harvest Moon 64? Is that the back-to-nature version or –
2: so I believe it is just Harvest Moon 64. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just
1: Harvest Moon 64. Am I right, Tanner? You're yeah, they the kind of pulled like a Zelda Ocarina and Tom George Mask thing. Like, it's like the same characters, but they're kind of like different relationships and stuff. So it is kind of like the same game, but it's it's like they, they switched around some of the relationships and the layout of the town and name of the town and stuff like that. I'm a bit younger than these guys. I'm 22. So uh, I didn't really grow up with these. I grew up with a wonderful life on the GameCube, but Jared has showed me this game over the years, and it is really a classic. It you can really see where Stardew Valley got like a lot of its like groundwork from. This is what I feel like he got it from. This game. Oh
0: yeah. Speaking of uh, Stardew Valley, that is pretty much like to give my background is I have no Harvest Moon background, nothing like that. I started pretty much with Stardew, so I'm kind of going back, like winding back the clock to get into this game so Mm -hmm. it's definitely awesome though to see like how stardew gets picks up like most their inspiration and everything that was pretty cool i should say he just one guy made it right
2: yeah
1: eric brown yeah
2: yeah eric brown he'll admit that like it this is you know his his main inspiration is harvest moon and it's a it's still a dang good game today i know we're not gonna officially rate it till later on after we go over our individual reviews but man i'll go ahead and just you know if you haven't played harvest moon here's basically the the premise of it you start out you're just this guy you inherited a a farm from your grandfather or at you know where we're playing it across three different platforms the story is a little bit different in in each version there so that might not be true is it true for you all i know it is on the the switch remake
1: Mm -hmm. well for me i'm pretty sure it's uh you're just a kid and you meet this random old man and he'll just give you the farm over. It isn't your grandpa.
0: Yeah, I think. Okay, uh, so you not- sent us a screen I'm sorry. You sent us a screenshot, right, Tanner? And it was like your dad yeah. or something we were talking to? Yeah. And then I sent the same screenshot at the same time and it was actually like your grandpa. So I thought that was pretty cool. Right. I so did switch it up just a little bit.
2: Mm -hmm. but uh like the the premise is you inherit a farm right and it's real run down it hasn't been you know up and running for years and you're in this new town that supposedly you spent a summer in i want to even go into the background a little bit as far as natsumi and marvelous goes so the company that that developed this for a while was natsumi and then they would hand it off to marvelous am i correct on that tanner you know you might know a little bit more about that than me
1: uh, I think Natsumi is the publisher. I think Marvelous was the developers. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it yep. works.
2: I, I'm pretty sure you're right. And they kind of split up. So the reason that I'm playing the title of mine is actually Story of Seasons, Friends, Friends of Mineral Town, is due to the split up yeah. between the two there.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Story of Seasons so is it's like not the current Harvest Moon.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's not technically Harvest Moon, but yeah. But anyway, so you start off, you inherit this farm. It's run down. You're in this town. It's almost like a farming simulator along with a social simulator. I mean, the main goal of these Harvest Moon games is to get married. But uh, yeah, like I said, Mm -hmm. I, I got the 64 version to begin with. I had to have the PS1 version, the Back to Nature. And I loved it as a kid growing up. Me and a couple of buddies who grew up... Uh, you know, near to each other in the same uh, neighborhood there, we played the heck out of this game. And we all, like, compared farms, and we loved it. And we compared, you know, the crops we were growing, the animals we were raising, um, even the potential, you know, wife we were going after. Man, such a good game, man. I know you all. I chose the first game, and I'm lucky to, to get to do that. And you all might not feel the same, but I love this game. I was getting ready to say to
0: everyone, uh, definitely this was a Jared game that we are starting off with. So he got the first, he got the kickoff game, but we're still letting him pick two and we're still going to roll with it. So this is just to get us going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I grew up with Harvest Moon too. Like I said, like I played it on the GameCube of Wonderful Life, and that is still my personal favorite. But I feel like this one has by far the best like farming gameplay. Like this one kind of perfected it, at least the the version I played because. The version I played was on the Game Boy Advance, and that's the majority of people's favorite. Every single top ten list you'll see, it's usually that's number one because they perfect it. But I think I feel that's like...
0: going to make this interesting, is because I'm the one who's like completely new to the series right now. Yeah, but that's not going to be the case, you know, as we go on. So this is. Uh...
2: Are you all ready to jump into the review? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. All right, guys, let's get to let's it. Do so.
1: Who's kicking this thing off? Uh, since it's Jared's game, do you last. want to start with the remake as how it compares to the original? No, let, let's go uh, Carter where he had the original and then, you know,
0: let's go chronologically. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Right. I'll kick it off. Okay, so uh, you all probably know my initial impressions of this game. Now, I was coming from Stardew Valley. That's my only, like, farming sim game that I've been playing. Mm-hmm. So uh, coming from that game, I was like, this game is clunky, Right. But now I grew up like I'm, you know, 31 years old. So I grew up with these types of games like this, but it just took a little bit for me to get used to because I mean, like if you've never played this game, the game comes from, what would you call it? Like a slanted or it's like diagonal. view. It's not like vertical. Right. So if you hit like, right, you're going pretty much like down into the right. It's not completely flush. Yeah. Um, I'll the say only time everything. in the
1: original that you can change the camera is on the farm. You can change it towards vertical and horizontal, but not in the town. Yeah, line.
2: I do remember messing with those settings to change the view up every now and then back in the on day. Which version? Was, was that it? Like I could have been able to do it this whole time?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: you didn't know. Man, that's,
0: well, that's good. Oh in sixty four I remember. But anyway, it's still not very fluid. Right. Yeah. Well one thing that uh I was mentioning, Jared, I remember I told you I was gonna get you for uh not telling me this, but I figured it out. When you pick something up, I would always go to like physically access my backpack to put it in. But you can just hit like R two and L two to put it away. Now this is probably exclusive to the PlayStation version, but <laughs> I was literally like, uh, picking something up, going to my backpack, putting it away. Picking something up, going to my backpack, putting it away.
2: <laughs> so, like,
0: no, R two and L two to put it away. I was I afraid think, I was going to throw something on the ground.
2: You know, <laughs> like, yeah. Back in the day, I think that took us a while to pick up on, like me and the the two neighbors that I mentioned, Shorter and Steffi, that had the game. Uh I think that Good. took us a while. And I think Shorter might have been the one to discover that the the quick put up because we were doing the same thing for a while. But uh <laughs> okay, awesome. to, to go off of what you're saying, that is something that with every version, I'm sure Tanner can, you know, uh back me up on this. -hmm. Every version, every newer version of the game they come up with, they make that stuff easier. The access to your inventory, the changing of tools, all that. That, I I remember, you know, back on the PS1 version, that was always tough.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: for sure. Because at first I was like, so I can only carry three things. So,
0: and then it gets better. But like as soon as you get that first backpack, the game really does get a whole lot better. And the longer I played it, the more days I went at it, it just kept getting like a little bit better and a little bit better. And then I had no problem running around, and I had, like, a routine every day. I don't know if y'all developed a routine, but, like, I would literally, like, run up on the mountains, grab flowers for potpourri. <laughs> That's the girl I was going after, by the way. I would go up <laughs> on the mountain, get her, get her a flower, and come down. And, by the way, in the summertime, she was easy to get, like, her mm-hmm. favorite gift for because she loves those, Uh, what are they called? Are they called, like, cat Cat blossoms maybe or something like that.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was her favorite. So in the summertime you could just hand her one of those and you know, and they grew right behind her house pretty much. So that was that was easy. That made yeah,
1: I know for favorite. a fact the way that me and Jared differ in terms of gameplay is I like to t- like he likes to go for more of the social aspect. So he'll right. go around and give every single person in the town a, a gift a day. And I honestly have no clue how he does it, but I usually <laughs> tend to do like the farm part <laughs> of it. Like I, I to me, it's just so stressful because you got a certain amount of time to do stuff in a day. I agree. I but that is one thing I like think affects is time. the time of the day because that is like the number one thing in Harvest Moon games is you got a specific time of the day to do to do certain tasks. Because at 5 p.m., you got to sell your stuff that you got for the day, so you kind of yeah. got to hurry. <laughs> On the N64 game, you only have like it's like it feels like like 20 seconds to do the entire day, but it's yeah, more than yeah, that. Yeah,
2: though. you're right. If we can compare, which I know this is based on the Back to Nature series, that's one Mm -hmm. big improvement. We've kind of talked about the improvements very shortly of inventory change between the Back to Nature, what's based on that Mineral Town Harvest Moon game. But if you look at, you know, I think Tanner briefly mentioned how 64 is basically a bridge over to the Back to Nature. It's like the same, I guess, you know, people. It's the same villagers with a different it's almost like they're in an all or an right. alternate universe yeah. but uh uh if you could go to that the n64 how they how natsumi or or you know made it better was that time change man i mean you get what you get at least 10 seconds or so uh per 10 minutes on back to nature the one we played i think tanner's mm-hmm. more familiar with the 64 like me I mean, you go yeah. ten seconds, and you're like an hour later in the day. Oh man. yeah, Lord,
1: you got to know what it's, you're doing before. It's, it, it's rough, yeah, six, honestly. I felt my time was, was cut tough. short on Back to
0: Nature a little bit because I was sitting there. Like I think I timed it, and I said it, an average day took me like thirteen minutes. Now, when you go inside a place, I think time stops, which was kind of convenient. It does, like which that. is great. Right. Yeah. Well, I will hey, say this: you- there is one thing that absolutely pissed me off about the game. <laughs> okay so in harvest or uh, harvest moon obviously uh in stardew valley okay i can build a perfect farm you know you plant seeds one at a time everything looks good so i went ahead and dug my farm had everything looking the way i wanted it and i go and i buy my seeds and i go in front of the first place or my first plot of land that i dug and i go mm-hmm. to throw my seed down and he just like throws seeds up in the air and i'm like the hell are you doing man and there went all like nine seeds like just in one plot <laughs> i was
1: like yeah so he thought well, well, i over. had the opposite effect I'm, i was so used to other games to where you would buy each individual like seed per plot so <laughs> i put one seed on one plot and it was like ridiculously expensive so i wasted a ton of money for like the first like week of my gameplay <laughs> i didn't know any better
0: right but i mean it's once you learn how it plays it's fine it's not a big deal but if you didn't oh, know yeah. like Throwing right. that one seed down, even though you bought nine, and it's just – it is what it is. And I just rolled with it. I mean, it was –
1: That could have been life, in though. the manuals, like in the original games. I'm not 100% on that, but, you know, that could have been like the benefit of the manuals back in the day.
2: could have been, yeah. Hey, I know this ain't the focus of our podcast, and I keep going back to it, but, dude, I can remember, man, me the first time, you know – but when I got Harvest Moon '64, I never played a game like this. I literally—I think you start with five bucks. I don't know if you start with five bucks on this one. I think you do too. Is that correct? And my five bucks, yeah, you're in like five hundred gold, right? Like that's what you're talking oh, about. Shoot, yeah. See, that's yeah. Good call, Carter. Because my whole life with the three guys that I grew up playing this game with on my same street, which is Austin and Shorter, like I and myself, I, I'm counting myself. But uh, with with us three. We always converted the the currency, and even in Pokemon, too. You know, if it's uh, 1,000 G, we just called it $10. We pretended, I don't know why, like there was no decimal there and called it that, but yeah. So anyway, you start with 500 G in this Harvest Moon game. I walk, I buy me a thing of seeds the first time I'm ever, I'm ever playing it. I take it back to my farm. I don't even dig with the hoe because I'm eight or nine years old. I don't know what I'm doing. I toss them on my grass. I didn't.
1: I wasn't even out in the field. Yeah. <laughs> toss them seeds and <laughs> yeah, nothing. It's great, sort of on that way, it's like <laughs> farming. Like you got to know the steps of how farmers like, like crops and stuff. You know.
0: I would just like to know your
1: um, expression yeah, whenever sure. you got yeah, the sure.
0: game and you realized. This is nothing like the Final Fantasy adventure
2: I was expecting. I've got a farm. Like, <laughs> well, I, I I took it well, man, because like I said, uh, I mean, obviously, for me to choose this as our first game and the focus of the podcast, really, oh, you loved it. Apparently, beginning. I mean, you're all time. Oh, this is one this is the game my, I. Oh, it's yeah, it, it it is. I mean, if you could make me list series, Tanner will vouch for me, man. I would put Harvest mm-hmm. Moon at the top, especially his earlier day. I mean, I think over time no, it's gotten worse. The split between Marvelous and Natsumi really hurt the series to me, and I'm glad someone like Eric Barone took it upon himself to say, hey, I'm want to keep this thing going. I know people out there like it and he was dead on.
1: No, but he was yeah. dead.
2: the the farming simulator and social simulator and that whole aspect. I mean, it, it it has something that other games don't. It's it's like a uh calming effect almost. I mean, you can sit down, you're not stressed out. I'm not running away from stuff that scares me or is trying to kill me. You can't die in this game, man. I might, I might pass out in the mines, but I'm not yeah. stressed out. I mean, I'm just taking it easy. I'm, I'm watering my farm. I, and like Tanner <laughs> mentioned earlier, I love to give stuff to people. I love to see cut scene, give people stuff, build a friendship with every single villager as much as I can. And you know, Mm -hmm. make the best out of the experience. It's a game
1: uh, that the more you put in, the more you get out of. For sure, I'll agree
0: to that because the farther I went, the more I enjoyed it. Like, I had a four cutscene day. I think I bragged about that in our like we have a group chat and whatever. And I think I bragged about having four cutscenes in one day. I mean, that was pretty cool because you kind of like at first it's like the characters have no life. I guess it's like they're just kind (laughs) of running around or. I don't know how else to explain it. But then, once the more you play and the more you talk to them and the more you give them gifts and the closer you get, you see the cutscenes and they just start to become like actual villagers. You know what I mean? Like, right. that makes sense. Like, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I like some small things about the game too. Like, you buy a chicken and when you get out or you wake up, you can actually hear it crowing and everything. Just little mm-hmm. stuff like that I thought was cool. But I was going to say overall, I enjoyed the game. Like, it wasn't like bad or anything. Like I said, it's just hard to go to from Stardew Valley, because I feel like Stardew Valley is like the line it. of this kind of game. But I mean, this still was like it was a good experience for me
2: for sure. Well so yeah. he, <laughs> he had the benefit of seeing everything and, you know, optimizing 20 plus years each aspect it even, of it, you know. along with adding some stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean we keep talking about Eric Barone, but let's let's give the the main creator of it I might butcher this name, Yashiro Wada. Is, is like the mm-hmm. – he's the guy that created Harvest Moon. And, you know, I haven't kept up with him over the years, but I have kept up with some of the stuff he's, he's said and put out. And if you go through the series with him, I do remember remember this. As far as Tanner saying, like, uh, I think you started with A Wonderful Life, and I had that game as well. I still mm-hmm. have a good, good game. He, I do remember him mentioning that that is the ideal game of what he had for the series. So, you know I- – and if you look at it, I think the difference between the GameCube version and the others is like, it, it's like life-based. I mean, you go through a whole lifetime and you get to see people age and new new yeah. life come in and, you know, it, it's a it's a good game as well. Oh, but. You're right about that for sure, yeah. It, ha-
1: like it had an excellent idea, but it honestly didn't really perfect it because certain characters that are like 75 years old live until you're about 75 years old. <laughs> What, yeah, but you're here, like 22 when you start, and you're 75, and some of the old people are still kicking. So it's just like what? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I mean, true.
2: That's yeah, ideally how good, I would man. want a
1: game like this. Is like there, there, there's kind of an end goal because in this game, if you play to 50 years, you get a a cabin that like I guess congratulates you for playing that long. But that would be literally like. A year or more of gameplay, which is just too much of doing the yeah. same stuff. You know, I love uh, have a platinum Moon. trophy.
2: You know, Jared would get that. Oh, if they would come out on the PS3 or PS4 or whatever and have a platinum, I would 100% buy and 100% do it. But I believe the cabin is, it might be on this new remake. I'm not 100% sure, but I know it's not on the PS1 version. Um, Carter. Okay, what so are that could have just
1: been the version.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are some things you got to in the PS1 version? I know to begin this podcast, I believe you mentioned it. We're just shooting for playing a game between a week or two, talking about it. It's almost like a book club for games. So we hope you know you, the community, gets involved. You know, with us, we choose a game, we play it for a week. You're more than welcome to to write us through email or Twitter or let us know how you enjoyed it. And you know we kind of give some feedback back, but uh, this is a really long game to just play a week or two. And I'm glad we started with it, and you got to spread it out. And you may not got you know every part of it done, but how far did you get, Carter?
0: Um, I actually made it to the end of summer, so not as far as you would think I would. But uh,
2: yeah, no, like I said, I had my routine down.
0: I pretty much got a feel for the game, and I got to where I was knowing people. I was doing the festivals and everything, and to find time to play this game. Cause I think I looked it up and then I say it was like 80 hours to beat this game, which obviously you can't <laughs> do that in a week. Like there's no way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah,
1: we're well,
2: starting the like game. This perfect. The, the game boy version, people say they'll rate it the highest. And I believe that's why it, it's pro it might be, I don't know. Personally, I, I'm biased. I know it's probably because I had the PS one version to start with. I like it the best. I've played all three of these. Um, I will 100% go to bat for the PS1 version over even this new Switch version. The new Switch version was good. It had optimized some stuff, as you know, as far as like I was saying, the tool switching and just the game itself. I mean, it looked better. Obviously, like you said, it's 20 years newer. It should look better, but it uh, to me. I don't like the crazy villagers over the top. The mayor on my version had a 20-foot hat walking around town. Like, that's just not <laughs> – I don't know. I, I prefer, <laughs> you know, the old school
1: stuff. It's almost um, like Dr. Seuss. Level or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they try to make it too cutesy funny, and I know that might be the new shift, especially in some of these newer Harvest Moon games. Uh, it's not for me, and I hate that because I loved these these beginning – you know titles to i wouldn't this. have enjoyed that and, either you know besides this the yeah yeah besides the super nintendo version i had a lot of these man i had or at least i attempted to play i had all three game boy versions of it i had the 64 i had the ps1 i had a wonderful life magical melody all these were great. And it just seems like these newer ones just aren't as good, man. And I hate it. I want, mm-hmm. I want them to be good. I'm begging them to be good. Natsumi, be good. Be good. It hurts me. I love <laughs> one, now. Tanner will tell you, I've got the shirt, man. I'll wear the shirt to the gym. I'll wear it out in public. I have the Back to Nature shirt with the characters on the back and on your little left chest part it says harvest moon back to nature i bought it straight from natsumi i love
1: this game i know (laughs) well we've been following it since like what 2014 15 i remember when we saw the seeds of memories uh reveal and we were so pumped (sighs) we were just like because they were saying like let's go back to our roots and stuff like that but it was just more the same, yeah. like hey. mobile trash, you know. Like they've been doing the same stuff. We
2: were there together, dude, at the E3 reveal of that. Like you said, they're 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 feeding me everything I wanted to hear, man. Do you remember how pumped I was when we heard their little advertisement?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah of course,
2: <laughs> man, Jared. This is your game. But, this uh, is your franchise, man. <laughs> it, it is, and I'm I'm glad we oh, got yeah. to start with it. But uh, so. I mean, as far as the the brides-to-be go, you know, your whole goal in most Harvest Moon games are to get married. Well, who who did you go after and why? Uh,
1: I went after Potpourri, which I'm pretty sure that's what Card Hey, he same here, yeah.
0: <laughs> I went after Potpourri just because uh, I found something she liked. I knew where she was. She was by the farm. She was easier to get to, I felt like. And yeah. Like I said, my original routine was I would go on top of the mountain, and she liked the uh, – I forgot what the name of the flower, but it was white. And she liked uh-huh. it. She didn't love it because uh, I found she loved well, something else later. But uh, I think I got her to a blue heart. I believe uh-huh. I wasn't even really aware that that's how it worked. But <laughs> well, that
1: was one thing, one detail I realized in this game, which was great compared to the one I grew up with, A Wonderful Life. In the one I grew up with, you had to go to their diary in their house, which could be like a flower or a book laying on their like nightstand or something. But in this game, every time you talk to him, it would flash a, a heart telling you what you were at, which I thought was a really good detail. Oh, that's pretty cool. Which was weird. Yeah, considering that this is a game that came up before the game I grew up with, I thought that was really cool. But, I like uh, that, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I, I played the original in the past, and I usually went for Ellie. But in this game, I just decided to go for Potpourri, because honestly, I thought you all wouldn't, but Carter did. So,
0: Oh, I like that. I, just uh, mean, also, that. Like, I think this game is awesome that it has, like, you have rivals. I don't know if you knew that, but you have rivals. So, like, I think Potpourri's rival is a Kai. But uh, yeah. each, each girl you go for, you get a rival. And I think that's pretty cool. Like that's, uh, that was that's really something cool. That I go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say that's something I didn't, I don't think you have in Stardew. You just go for whoever, but uh, it the is. rival thing yeah. is, that was pretty awesome.
1: Cool. Yeah. I Cause I cool. saw there, there's, there's a thing called rival cutscenes, And I honestly didn't even know that was a thing, but if you see the rival cutscene, it will show the opposite, like your rival going for the same one. And it kind of makes you uh, want to get them more in a sense, because like, it's kind of like you're losing time it's like if you if you don't hurry and really put the effort in then you're not going to get it yeah, exactly so i, I felt really uh, exactly.
0: like because kai uh, comes in the summer i believe and uh, when he showed up i was just like what like popery was talking to him all the time and then her brother i think hated kai and everything and it was just like a it just like i said like at first i was like you show up there you're on your farm and no one's really talking to you you're just running around nothing's going on it's kind of like bland like and then you start getting to know mm-hmm. people and stuff starts happening and the game just kind of of grows on you, I guess. Like the longer you're playing, it, the yeah. better it gets. So, who
1: did you go after, Jared? Yeah.
2: Did you say? Oh, I, I always go after Karen. And just to give you all a little bit bit of a background, I mean, a, Jared loves
0: Karen. Well,
2: she yes, does. <laughs> a, she's you know, if you can get down to that level, she's probably the most attractive one. I mean, come on, Potpourri, pink hair, get out of here. All right. <laughs> but, <laughs> Karen, you know, um, if we go back to the 64 version, uh, you know, and I, I know I keep doing this and this is particularly or specifically a review on the PS one version, the the 64 version had a glitch to where you could get Karen to the maximum heart level by showing her your dog over and over again. You know, most of these characters have like a, a cap, um, it's based on, you know, something behind the scenes as far as, like, counting up a, a friend point amount goes. You know, and that's with every villager, not even just the potential brides. But uh mm-hmm. most of these characters have, like, a cap. Like, you know, if you give one present a day, that gives, like, the most cap besides a birthday. It gives the most points towards, like, friendship. And every gift after that... um, you know, isn't as much. It's like barely a dent knocked into this total gift. So I don't know how you all were doing it, but basically the best strategy is give maybe one gift a day to each villager and it make it a good one towards them, you know, because anything
1: after right. that,
2: you know, isn't as great. And something on a birthday is really good, you know, especially if they like it. Well, on the N64 version, you could show Karen your dog, over and over and over again. It's like the the programmers or whatever forgot to put a cap <laughs> yes. on that. You could literally get her up from, uh, I guess, you know, as far as this version goes, black-hearted to red-hearted in one day. And and That's I didn't impressive. know that until I got older. Yeah, it, it's crazy. But, uh, but anyway, so I went after Karen. Her favorite gift is wine. So what I do in this version – is you know farm. I farm, yeah, yeah. Classic, Jared. You know you give him the alcohol, not just Karen, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, hey, anyway, you? <laughs> anyway, you you give her, you know, um, uh, back to the way the you know my strategy of doing things is I'll go and I'll farm, I'll make money. Tan, like Tanner said, I'm not about the profit, man. I like to spread the wealth. I like to make friends. I'll go out let's say i grow you know uh four squares of nine of tomatoes i might sell one of those squares aka you know eight tomatoes cuz you know you can't reach that middle plot there or at least maybe you all found out uh
1: <laughs> yeah i learned hard way
2: unfortunately yeah i found <laughs> yeah. out yeah yeah you know so i'll take eight of those i'll sell eight of them and i'll give out 24 to uh to villagers throughout the next few days. So I love to give stuff. I like to build the relationships and that really paid off in some of the later harvest moons. Uh, but like I said, I basically play for the cutscenes, man. I like to see different stuff.
0: I'll be honest. That's oh, what yeah. opened the game up for me was all the cutscenes and everything. Because at first, I was just like, "Man, this is lifeless." It felt like there was nothing going on. But the more I talked to people and the more gifts I gave and stuff, because I didn't do just like giving Potpourri a gift. Because like there was a certain point where I would just like you know take care of my garden and then I'm I'm free for the day. I can do whatever I want. So I would just run around mm-hmm. and pick up stuff and hand it to people. And uh, then you start hitting cutscene after cutscene, and it was just like, okay, this is this is pretty cool.
1: I have to say this because completely off topic because this really freaked me out when I first played the game. But every time you go in your house, let's say, and you look at your bookshelf and you can learn about what each individual tool does and stuff like that. Every time you click the the menu, it will tell you what all the tools do and stuff. And then once you back out, you hear the most horrific sound ever. And I could have swore it was my real life dog. It was like this squealing dog <laughs> sound. And <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I can hear it now, dude. Yeah, and I was I like, "What is that?" And I went back in the menu and done it again, and it happened again. I'm like, "Why would they do wow, that?" That's that tough. The yeah, it's I'm like, like they didn't want to
2: add any other sound effects for like the cancellation <laughs> button or something. So they just, you know, <laughs> let's with whining dog. dog cry. <laughs> now, Carter, I got a yeah. question for you. Did you ever get to uh, where the the stray dog came on your farm and messed with your animals?
0: Oh, yeah, I never did. And I never got into that. The, like I said, because I've never played this game, so I, I thought it was weird when that one dude showed up and the cops were like, hey, watch out for this guy. And I was like, he's, he's on my farm <laughs> right now. And then, yeah. and then all of a sudden he just, like, the cops at the town square, I think, and then he leaves the town square, and then the guy shows up and's like, hey, is there any cops around? And I'm thinking, get the hell away from me, yeah, man. Were, like, what's going you on? You were covering
2: for him. <laughs> but, but, uh, what was you, what,
1: but what is that dog, Jerry? What was you talking about? What is that?
2: yeah 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 so i didn't the reason i specifically like addressed it the question to carter i don't remember it in the game boy Advance version that's not to say that it, it's not there because the last time i played the game boy Advance version i was probably in ninth grade in 2003 that's the last maybe maybe later but probably around that time i don't know when the game came yeah. out had to be around there but anyway so like yeah, i've uh, never
1: seen that so i'm not sure l- let's say that you know,
2: you've got some animals. I don't know if you all kept your animals outside. It's easier, as far as you know, if it's not a rainy day to keep them outside because you don't have to feed them. I think got look. them outside. I've oh got yeah, like, you could or not. Yeah, you get you get some chickens. You you build your little wood fence. You throw them outside, man. You don't even have to have grass growing. They'll pick through the dirt. <laughs> oh, so and, you had to build a wood fence for it. I was wondering about the wood fences before. Yeah, yeah, you should have message me which i know i don't know if carter mentioned or or like technicality rules on playing these games where some of us haven't played through them is we're not supposed to look stuff up right carter
0: yeah we're just trying to figure it out on our own kind of like like if you would have played this game in you know 1994 or when like it came out in 2000 i know but like internet wasn't huge back then so not everybody was just like looking up everything just to beat a game mm-hmm. And even if you had internet, it was probably dial-up or something. So, like, you'd load the page or your mom would kick you off, you know. Yeah, so, you had to uh, just kind of figure it out on your own. So, we were trying to, do like, do it that way.
2: Yeah. But uh, back, back to what I was saying. So, like, let's say you've got some stuff outside. Every now and then, if, uh, you know, let's say you show back up to your farm. You've been working all – you worked all morning. You left the farm. You went out on the town or into the mines or anything like that you come back, sometimes there would be a stray dog there and he could like basically terrorize your animals. If he could get close enough, he'd let out a bark that would like negatively impact the relationship or health of your animal. Uh, That's why I was wondering if you ran into it. But every now and then, if the dog was on your farm and you had like, it's almost like a little glitch on the PS1 version. If it could get close enough, it could still bark through the fence and you know, mess mess with your chickens there. I always hated that dog, man.
0: Yeah, I never got to see the dog. I wish I would have, though. That would have been pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, it was kind of scary the first time I remember seeing it. I don't know. As far as this game goes, do you all have any more to say about it? I mean, it, it's a fun game. It, I know it gets a little repetitive. I love the development of the relationships with the villagers. I like to see, like, other people and their families grow – or or at least like the socialization part like them grow alongside me like you know growing my farm
0: right Anybody i think it's any... uh terrible that you can't uh race your horse in the first year i didn't like that too much <laughs> but uh you got to get the year 2 <laughs> to do
1: that well that's very unique for a harvest moon game to give you the horse like that early i'm pretty sure you get it on day 3 but you got to raise it as and it does goes it get so it off for as you as all by the
0: way like well, i never did get there even though it's... i it's I was in,
1: I made it to late fall and it was still okay
0: because I was like in the yeah. like the end of summer and I'm like man this this horse I just sitting there petting it and I bought a brush for it and it's just kind of like mm-hmm. just something I got to do there's no point to it right now
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah another thing that shocked me was actual chicken fights in the game there like, chicken fights in the game? <laughs> oh is that like a a the festival the oh, yeah. festival yeah yeah my bad yeah it's it's they kind of make it like a sumo wrestling thing but it, yeah. it's legit you <laughs> I can know tell right now, yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, you can tell that it's based on on fights, on chicken fights there, and I—that's nineties gaming for you, right there. there. I mean, you know, I I like that it's it's you know it's old school and it's got some yeah. tradition to it, but it is hilarious that that's still in the game. Um, I do have to be honest. I know you all didn't make it through all four seasons, um, uh, but uh, which which of your all's festival was the your favorite? And I'll tell you mine after. God, I wish it would have been. It would have been horse hmm. racing if I could have raced
1: in it. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think mine was the worst because you could actually Even the, bet if you. Yeah, I agree. Even, Even betting on is, it
0: was uh, like I like that better than the other ones. I, I I hated that damn swimming. I'm sorry, but I the hated. Swimming
1: it. Was tough
2: on the original. <laughs> I can remember uh, now, Carter. You haven't mentioned this as a as a flaw of the game, but the saving and loading process on that uh, forever game, it takes forever. Oh, oh my god, it but takes do, forever. Yeah, I do remember uh waiting like, I would save and try it again until I won that first swimming festival. It's it's not impossible. It's not even hard after you get used to it. But, like, the swim, I think you maybe tap XXXXX. X, 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 and then, I don't I don't remember exactly. It's been years. Is it triangle to come up and recover energy? Yeah, the way they
0: explained it, though, was, like, you. he said to depress triangle. And I was like, so you're saying I got to hold it? Or what What are you saying? <laughs> so I, could, I had no idea about the controls, so I just went in and, I mean, When I say I came in last, I mean, like, I came in last by, like, I'm, like, not even halfway done and everyone else is finished. And I'm just like, just blow the whistle. I'm done. Yeah, no, you
2: got a chance to win it. And it's not not a hunt. I think right now if I'd load it up and you had it loaded to the swimming festival, I think there's probably at least a 50% chance that I could still win it just based off of muscle memory and memory of it. Yeah, But, anyway, back to the favorite festival. You all mentioned the races. That's fun. I always loved the tomato fight festival. I don't know why, but like, (laughs) I love the little factions within the town, like the teams that were developed. Like if you join so-and-so's team, then this person's kicked off and you're a part of the team. Like I remember.
1: It's like a tomato game. yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's like Ellie and two kids are one of the teams. I remember, like, Doug, the bar owner, and his daughter, Ann, which is the potential bride. And I don't – maybe it's Gray, the other redheaded kid that might be related to them. At least he is in the N64 version, is a team. But if you join that team, then they'll kick off Gray or, you know, and you'll take that part. I I just remember that because that's the girl that shorter always went after. So therefore, that was the team he always joined. But it's just cool right. to see like the little team mm-hmm. in town. Like, hey, you're part of this team. Let's go. Let's hide behind some barrels and chuck some tomatoes at some people. Uh,
0: right. Yeah. I'll say this about the uh, festivals. At first, I didn't care about any festival at all. I was just like, man, this is gonna. I can't do this today. I can't go shopping today. I can't do none of this stuff. But after I started, you know, getting some cutscenes and getting some places, I was, like, looking forward to, like, hey, I wonder what Potpourri's doing. Hey, I wonder what this guy's doing. You know, just going around and talking to him and everything. And I think that's, like, the charm yeah, of the game.
1: I'll add on to that. I, I, my favorite festivals are usually the ones that don't require, like, um, like like, crops or animals because on the first year – if it's animal or crop related, you're no, not no, going to win That's true. Because you don't have enough time to get those hearts up and the, and the vegetables. So you're basically just a bystander just watching the festival go out. But yeah. um, I think that's the reason. It gives you an incentive to play more years so you can actually win those festivals in the future so you can get better. Good. All right.
0: So uh, what's Good. your guys' uh, – are so we ready to get to our overall verdict and give it an official jammer rating now? Are you all ready for that or
2: – yeah, let's do it. Let's get into the ratings.
1: Uh, I guess I'll start. Uh, I'm going to give mine an 8.5. Um, I, I love these games. I've always grew up with them. Um, I'm, I am arguably played the best one according to the majority of the the community and stuff, so... I highly recommend the French Mineral Town version. Right. Oh, and
0: right quick, our jammer ratings and everything are going to be from like a scale from, you know, one to 10. Like, I'd say, what would you guys say? Like, five's average, six good, seven or five. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one to 10.
1: Yeah, that's
0: six. So you give it an 8.5.
1: yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. eight
0: point. Right, I think five's average. Six would be like above average. Seven's good. Eight's great. Nine's fantastic. And 10 is just perfect, which, if it's, I mean, I don't know of any perfect games off the top of my head, but, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: As far as farming games go, it's hard to beat Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town. Uh, I'll just say that. So I'm going to give it an
0: 8.5. Okay. That's fair. I guess I'll go next since. Uh, go ahead, Carter. Jared's probably got the most experience, and I've got the least of my rating is coming from uh, a guy who's only played Stardew Valley. Going back to this game, um, I'll say it was a little bit tough, a little bit hard to get into. But Once you did, it kind of grew on me, but I've had this rating in my mind for a little while. I'm going to give it a 6.8. I think that's – because I got it like – it's a definitely above average. I wouldn't sit there and put – <laughs>
2: <laughs> You know, I just – I
0: know Jared's not going to be happy with that review, but for me, it was just – it's a game that eventually I was just like, man, I'm getting in. like I got into it more. Like at first I was like, this game's a three, but the more I got into it, I was like, okay, it's it's better than I thought it was. So okay. it became a six.
1: Well, to be fair, you did play the oldest. Version, I did, so I, like, yeah, it could have been same. different if I
0: played a different version. But I'm telling but for, you,
1: I love that
2: old school Back to Nature PS1 version. Uh, I guess since it was my my game, it has its own charm. we're sure. trying to, we're we're trying to to make this scale decent enough. I'm going to be honest. I'll give it, it definitely ain't no 6.8, Matt Carter. <laughs> now, to be
0: fair, it has no nostalgia points for me. If it has some nostalgia points, I mean, it'd been like a, what, a 7.8 or an 8.8. But, uh, I mean, for me, you, you know, I just.
2: If we're giving it from, you know, what you feel, my feelings of it is an 8.9. I put it at an 8.9. Yeah. That's If fair. I had to tough scale it, I might back it down to a 8.2 or something. But i I think I'm gonna go 8.9 just because, man. I love this game. Y'all know I love this game. I got the t-shirt. Yeah, that's that's fine.
0: And like I said, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a junk game by no means. I'm like it's it's awesome. And I, I said everyone should go back and play it. No, just no, for no. Me, It's like not like a like it's not something I'm gonna be like. You know, hey guys, Harvest Moon, Back to Nature. That's all me because it's, it's it's not my jam.
2: No, no, no. You now, right. if you take our averages, you get a eight point zero seven rating stamp it put it down lock it in jammer rating eight point zero seven harvest moon back to nature friends of mineral town story of seasons friends of mineral town whatever the heck you want to call it eight point zero boom seven stamp it all righty so uh i guess as sad as i am to move on from the harvest moon back to nature choice here (laughs) We're going to go to the next section where we choose next week's game. So, Matt Carter, uh, if you want to explain this.
0: Okay, guys. So what we're doing here is each of us have picked two games. I know I explained this before, but I just want to go over the rules one more time. I've picked two games. Tanner's picked two games. Jared's picked two games. Now, eventually, we'll have two more games, and that's two games, hopefully, like if you're following and listening, hopefully you've hit us up on Twitter, you've emailed us and that's one a game that you all pick two games from you all's list so we're not playing just our games we want everybody in on this but as of right now i'm getting ready to pick two games jerry's gonna pick two games and tanner and we're going to add those to a wheel now every week we're going to spin the wheel whatever game it lands on that's the game that we're going to play throughout the week but another thing is uh once the game, that game gets picked like if it's one of my games then the following week we'll just have five games so that once the round's over once we've picked all six games, then it's like a whole new wheel starts. So hopefully, our next wheel has eight games and not six.
1: Okay, I guess I'll I'll, I'll uh, give my first two games first because I'm the one who actually has the wheel. I wanted to go completely opposite games for this one. So my first game is Banjo Kazooie nice. for the N64, and my second game is Resident Evil One. I guess for the PS4, the remake. Uh, Jared hates horror games, so that's that's why I picked that um, game. But and I've never know. played
0: either one of those, so that's awesome for me. So.
1: Okay, so Carter, what's um, okay, yours? Okay, so
0: my two games. I'm going to keep it classy. Uh, I'm going with Metal Gear Solid because I love that game as a kid. i awesome. Super Mario World, which we've all will probably played, but I've not played that game in years. And that's the first game I remember playing on Super Nintendo. So I love that game.
1: Oh yeah, classic. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jared, th- we do not know Jareds yeah. at all. So this is a <laughs> he would not tell us, us so until the is.
0: podcast. So we're we're ready to hear what he's got. <laughs> have
1: to add to the wheel. I'm ready to I, add this to ask. the wheel. As I play. heard.
2: Um, Uh, My wife came by and gave me some popcorn. I heard Carter's Metal Gear and N64. I heard Tanner's first one, which is Banjo-Kazooie on the N64. What was
1: your second one? Resident Evil 1 on the uh, PS4. Dang,
2: you want to scare me, don't you, man?
1: (laughs) He said that you hated that that. game, and that's for sure.
2: I don't want (laughs) that. (laughs) So I'm going to have to play that eventually.
0: Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. I got Tanner controls the wheel. We're going to land on it now.
1: No, say. <laughs> no, I promise. I promise. Whatever it gets, we get. I'm I'm screen recording this. Hey. So I'm this to him after this is over, anyway. So,
0: all right, Jared, we're just waiting on yours. And like I said, Jared would not tell us what they are. So, go ahead, Jared. What are they?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, so worry we work. we're going with a little bold. James Bond action. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've never played that. I cannot wait. Um, You know, eventually, you know, I'm pumped that we'll get to play through all six of these. When we land on Goldeneye, I want to also have a roll or or a spin, Tanner, on our wheel of who gets what difficulty to continue through this. I want to to, – because, mm, you know, okay. I don't know if you are familiar. I know Tanner is. I don't think Carter's ever touched the game, right? Never. Never had a 64 okay. growing up.
0: I was a PlayStation kid.
2: Okay.
0: I've dabbled with okay, it. Okay. So
2: really what we'll do is, is, you know, there's so many levels, but each difficulty requires you to do different stuff within each level. So that will be really awesome to see, you know, how people fare. So that's my first one, right? Right. My second one okay. is a game that I'm not a hundred percent familiar with, but I have played. I rented it back in the day. I may have spent a weekend or two with it on one of those blockbuster deals where you're getting So it's it. a
0: multiple you might rented it multiple times.
2: I've rented it multiple times, but I never made okay. it very far through the game, and it will be an experience to me. The game is also on Nintendo sixty four. The title is Mystical Ninja Starring Goman. And it it, you know, what I remember from it was that I was infatuated with the game. I loved it. I couldn't find it to buy it, but I rented it twice and I did not get very far in it. So I'm interested to see how like over the years my memory has like, you know, is this (laughs) is this really a good game? Or was I just like Desperate, I know it's a Konami game, so Carter might really like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably, yeah. Me and Carter definitely have never played it. I don't uh, know if it's 64. So I mean, odds are I've
0: not played it. Like, I'll say I've played stuff like Ocarina of Time, but I've never played it far. Like, I think I, I don't even know if I've got past the first like dungeon in it or whatever, but uh, which we'll get yeah, there eventually. Yeah. I'm not talking about that game, but
2: so that's, that's, about, I'm that's to how that off
0: 64 I am.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll mix it up in the future, but right now both of mine are in sixty four. I'm pumped. I I can't wait. You know, like I said, I know I was pumped. This was Harvest Moon. It's a longer game, but at least most of the titles we've mentioned today can be played through th- with a week. You know, through a week.
1: Yeah, can yeah, actually yeah, be. You see a lot
0: That was the whole week. point.
1: Yeah. Okay, guys, are you all ready hey, for the wheel spin? I don't trust I got you, Tanner. The I don't trust him to confirm it. It's very important that right now you can see the time. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, it's gonna about. be Resident anyway. Evil right off the bat and I'm gonna be pissed off. It's not whatever I, it gets, it gets. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the mic All hear right. this. Okay, that we wheel. Go. Ready. Oh yep. I hear that? I hear
2: it. I hear I'm nervy. I'm
1: nervous. We got Banjo. because Okay. Well, Listen, That's right uh, my N-
2: game. I, hey, I'll be honest with you all. You yep. know, I'm pumped for next week. I have never played through Banjo-Kazooie and beat it. I have played through probably half of it. Hey, I'm going to my attic right now. I'm getting the N64 out. The Switch is coming out of the TV. The <laughs> N64 is coming into the TV. I'm ready to go, baby. <laughs> if there's anyone following
0: that picks it up, don't have Banjo-Kazooie, try to go out and buy it, get going with this. That would be awesome. That's what I'm going to have to try to go do, go find the game.
2: Yeah, well, I guess that wraps everything up. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Let's get started, guys. Thank you for listening to the Retro Jammers podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow along and interact with us at Facebook by searching up the Retro Jammers or on Twitter where our handle is at Retro Jammers. Thanks for listening and we'll be back next week and uh, let's get playing.